What's up, boys? How the hell is everybody? It's Johnny back in here with another afternoon live stream for everybody about single men are happier. Guys, did you know this? People know this. People talk about this. I didn't realize this. I thought it was a big secret at first why single men are happier when they're not in a relationship. And I don't know if it's all the sluts, uh, whores, sugar babies, gold diggers, and whatnot. Maybe it's all the Kayleys out there. Maybe it's all the cash and money and fun. And what is it that makes you guys happy out there? A little bit of speed, adrenalation. What do you call it? Uh, adrenaline, adrenalation. Holy shit, what's going on? Hey guys, I'm gone with John. I've got a little afternoon stream planned for you. Before we jump into it, I want to let you know that YouTube is actively, well, I don't think they're bothering us as much anymore because in the last 24 hours, we've had an awful lot of growth just since last night, which is weird. All of a sudden, uh, almost 30,000 views in like a 24-hour period, which is strange, but um, uh, Rumble, you can now find me on Rumble, Odyssey Locals, and of course at Cash App if you want to make a donation, but you don't have to. Um, so if I disappear off of YouTube, not by any choice of my own, obviously, look for me at these other fine uh, places here because that's where I'll be. Also at gonewithjohn.com, you can always get updates there should we happen to... Uh, disappear. Shadrock says, yeah, no nagging and fat wallets, boys. No nagging and fat wallets. Boy, that's something right there. I have to tell you, honestly, guys, uh, a lot of times I'll wake up and do whatever I want with no one bothering me. I'll take a nap in the afternoon and no one will be deciding this is the perfect time to vacuum and hang pictures on the walls and start banging on things. It's really odd. It's really weird. Sometimes I might not take out the trash at night for the valet trash people to come pick up. Sometimes I might get it the next day. Sometimes I might eat Cheetos if I feel like it. It's very rare, but sometimes it's just lovely, guys, just being able to be yourself and be a man. But let's take a dive into some stuff today that I wanted to share with you. This is an article here from, well, where are we here? Esquire magazine, guys. Perhaps you've heard of Esquire. They put out a lot of information for, well, men, typically anyways. Is loneliness good for you? Depends on what kind of man you are. Well, <laughs> if you are a man who is a, uh, you know, a man who's comfortable in who you are as a person, you probably have gotten past loneliness stage quite a long time ago because, well, that's problematic for you as a man. But let's just see what they say. Some of America's leading psychologists told us this much. Being by yourself isn't half as depressing as you thought. Huh. Now, I know some of you guys out there are getting out of a recent relationship in the last year, maybe even two years if it was a long term and you loved the woman. Um, but after that, once you get past the red pill rage and the feeling sorry for yourself, we all do it. Um, you'll start to notice that things are not so bad. Things are starting to look up. Maybe the money's starting to do a little bit better. Maybe you don't have so much money hemorrhaging out of your wallet every day to keep people happy and entertained. And you understand. A man needs peace and quiet. That right there, guys. I'm going to highlight that just in case you can't actually read it. A man needs peace and quiet. Serenity, guys. Whether it's in the woods, on a boat, at the bottom of a cocktail glass, hey, not judging anybody. 
Peace and quiet is important. Or between the covers of a great novel or under the sheets with a Kaylee. This, well, that was my words, not their words, guys. Sorry. This desire for detachment doesn't stem from being an asshole. Oh my God, it doesn't. I've been told for so long that this is all because I'm an asshole. Um, maybe it is. I don't know. And I don't care. In the fact, or in fact, men feel lonelier than women after a breakup. Right. Women are typically getting piped down by Chad or Tyrone or Enrique after a breakup, guys. But you guys, us guys, typically are like, ah, oh, I valued this person. I cared about them, you know, as a teammate, unity, loyalty, all of the things that men value in other human beings, really. Um, not them as much. They're usually like getting piped down again, which is just is what it is. But sometimes we just have to shut out the outside world, including the fairer sex. Now, this is Esquire magazine, guys. Esquire. See here? This is not gone with John, the evil big towel guy, gone with John, the red pill guy, trying to tell you men how to live your life. Esquire magazine saying what I've been saying for the last year and a half. I doubt they'll get canceled for it, but here we go. Sometimes we just have to shut out the outside world, including the fairer sex. That's women, guys, or it used to be women. Uh, maybe not today. They're not quite as fair as they used to be, but... Sometimes we just have to be single. And science has something to say about that. Holy shit, are we still talking about science in this day and age? Let's find out. A man about town. To use a dated reference, I mean, some of the best things in the world are dated. Uh, quite frankly, that's why they stand the test of time. That's why we actually have the saying, stand the test of time. I digress. Sorry. Is looking for a neurobiological high, says psychologist Laurie something or another, author of Introvert Power. Okay, well, who wrote this month's Society Today cover story on introverts and extroverts? The latter's brain. I always love when women write for men. One day as a man, I'm going to write a book called The Third Trimester and What You Should Expect. I hope women take me seriously have less stimulation in the background, so they're always looking for the next fix from outward-directed, high-intensity, carefree interactions like going to bars, parties, and dating new people. Hmm, the latter's brain. That would be the extrovert, guys. Uh, introverts typically not like this as much, and many men fall into introversion uh, after a breakup. They get to where they're like, you know what? I need a little less stimulation. Because typically in a relationship, your Johnson has been stimulated to the point where you can barely take it anymore. And it's got your brain in a bit of a fog. You need to unplug a little bit. Let's continue with this wonderful article here. <sighs> Not all men need this high. Ooh, that's interesting. Plenty of us are happy in monogamous relationships. What the fuck is a monogamous relationship? I don't mean I know what it's supposed to be, but I haven't seen one in a very long time. But some are wired differently hmm. and pretending you want to commit when your heart yearns for freedom, freedom right there is a recipe for disaster. This is why so many men fail in relationships. I don't want to say fail because typically if you got out of one, you succeeded. You just haven't figured it out yet. Um, your heart yearns for adventure as a man. That's why we were the great explorers. That's why we went off and, and planted a flag on new land, fought the wars, did the thing, 
got on boats and rode for days and weeks and months to find new land. Um, your heart as a man wants change. It wants difficulty. It yearns for freedom. It yearns for a sense of purpose. The same old thing, monotonous every day and all the time. And look, guys, I love regular sex as much as the next guy, as long as it doesn't come with a lot of lip. But my point is you can't wake up and have Fruit Loops every single morning. At some morning, you're going to wake up and you're going to want bacon, bacon and like eggs or pancakes and sticky syrup, right? I mean, this is not a, a lost cause idea. This should make sense to most of you. Because several top cognitive science reports, experts, excuse me, say you can wind up more isolated with a partner than you would be while you're by yourself. Guys, have you found yourself in a relationship where you were more isolated with a partner than you would by yourself? I know I have. John T. Something or Another, director of the Center for Cognitive and Social Neuroscience at the University of Chicago, Chicago, explains that being alone and being lonely are not the same thing, but they're both stigmatized in our society. They're looked down on. All the women try to shame men and they say things like, oh, if you go MGTOW, well, you're going to die alone. You're going to be alone. Being alone really isn't that bad, guys. I know society wants you to think it's bad. And there's a lot of people that are of the mindset like, well, I can't go and eat at a restaurant by myself because people will look at me and I'll be alone eating and I'll look like a crazy person. And we place way too much value on what other people think. Most people are dumb, guys. Dumb. Single digit IQ, maybe double digit IQ. Dumb. No offense to anyone out there that might be watching who's a complete idiot. Probably not you guys, but we put too much importance on what society thinks and what women think. And, oh, well, you men are just going to, you're going to be bitter and hurt and old and you're going to die alone. And and that's fine. Like when I die, I have a, a pretty good feeling. I'm not going to be focusing on the fact that I'm alone so much as I'm going to think, hey, I lived a great life. I put in my time. It's time for me to clock out. I'm OK with this. Or I'm going to be in tremendous pain because it was an unnatural cause that just so happened. And I'm going to be like, fuck, this hurts. I'm definitely not going to be like, I feel lonely. I think I'm going to have more on my feeble brain than what the average woman seems to think they're going to be thinking about at that particular moment. Let's see here. Where the hell did I leave off here? It's why people prefer solitude. Nevertheless, look for relationships out of guilt, shame, guilt, insults, the need to be right, guys. Oh, you men, you bitter and you're hurt. What do you get? You're just going to be alone. No one's ever going to love you. Guilt. So we look for relationships. Well, I got to be in a relationship. I got to go around my family for Thanksgiving. They're all going to ask. You'll ever see Goodfellas when uh, Joe Pesci's mom asked him, you know, why do you then settle down? And he's like, I settle down every night. I settle down with a nice girl every night. In the morning, I'm free again. This is, you got to get past the guilt stage where you're like, well, people are going to judge me if I'm alone. Who gives a shit what people think, guys? Have you looked at the news and media and social media? People are fucking Dumb, guys, objectively. I know that's subjective and that may just be my take, but I'm sure a few of you have looked around and thought, well, these people are not firing on all cylinders, but even feel guiltier once they're in one. That's the reason. You get in a relationship out of guilt and out of your mom's bothering you and your family's, where's your girlfriend? Are you gay? What are you? Why are you alone? 
So you get in a relationship, but feel even guiltier once they're in one. Do you guys remember Robin Williams, the comedian? He was a very cheer cheerful comedian in person. He was in a lot of different movies, ultimately loved by his fans. Um, towards the end of his life, his family, his children, and his ex-wife, or wife at the time, ex-wife, I can't remember, but they had made him feel so alone as who he was as an actual individual or a person. See, to all of them, he had become a necessary paycheck, a useful idiot, a tool. And this man who had dedicated his life to making other people happy and other people smile died miserably. I believe at his own hands, if I can remember right, but don't quote me, I'm pretty sure he, he self-deleted, which is unfortunate. But this is not healthy physically or mentally, says this guy here. A happy single person is just as healthy and happy as a married person. I would argue that the single person is actually happier. Maybe not, like I said, the first year or two after a serious breakup, because that shit blows, guys. When you care about somebody a lot and they dip out on you and you're like, hey, I invested 15, 16 years of my life in you. I put all my time and energy and effort into trying to make you happy and you're just going to dip. It's very trying for a man because we are rooted in things like loyalty. We like to be able to depend on each other. This is why so many men do better off in the armed forces. Sorry, ladies, you don't cut it in this aspect. You can rely on other men. Men do things like say, well, no man left behind. Remember, no man left behind. That was the code. If a man fell in battle, we went back for it. Well, they went back for him. Let me digress. This was the standard operating procedure, procedure of the Marine Corps. Do you remember Benghazi and Killary Hinton? Remember what happened in Benghazi when she was like, ah, just pull out, leave those guys there. So allegedly, allegedly, guys. I'm not saying that that's what happened, but the story is someone gave the order to go ahead and pull out and fuck those people and left a bunch of men there to ultimately run into the strong forces of the enemy who were less than welcoming to the men that were left behind. So the point of this is men get hurt when they put time, energy, and effort into a woman and she just dips and says, well, I'm out, Ski. I want to do something different. I'm not happy. I want things and I need things and you don't care about my feelings and my concerns. And you just, you're mean, you're so mean and you're controlling and you try to control me and you try to protect me. And I don't need your protection. Quit opening the door for me. Guys, this is why we have to learn to be okay with being alone. Because if you can get through the shit bits, the part where it sucks, it gets better. It all comes down to your 50% inherited level of oxytocin. A hormone that affects bonding. Bonding. What did I just say? Your oxytocin men, you men out there. This is common for us men to treasure the effect of other bonds that we make with people. People that are reliable, dependable, people we can count on. Women don't have this same chemical level of oxytocin, guys. They're actually heavier rooted in other chemicals in their brain that dictate their behaviors, the ones that make them feel excitement, something new, often sexual. Um, many of them chase this high 
of their other, uh, we'll say, chemical in inhibitors, the things that dictate their behavior, so to speak. If you're born with more, you'll probably show affection and trust uh, men qualities. Remember, they always say, oh, I want a man that he's, oh, he's uh, in tune with his emotions. I want a man that knows who he, he's emotionally available. Affection and trust. Because when you have those two things, you're more likely to fall in love with her and trust her. And guys, I don't know if you've ever been conned by like a street con artist or maybe the Nigerian prince sent you that email. I'm still waiting on my money, quite frankly. But when you are more trusting, you are easier to be taken advantage of. You're easier to be a mark for some sort of nefarious behavior. If you're born with less, well, a ball and chain might not be your thing. Really? What if you're born with more, but after 40 years of unsuccessful attempts in pleasing a woman, you feel like, you know what? These people aren't really good with trust and affection. Maybe I should just go my own way. I know it sounds heartless, doesn't it, guys? I can't even apologize. I'm kind of a cold-hearted bastard when it comes to that kind of stuff, but I don't do it because I don't like other people. I do it because now I like myself. It took me 46 years to get here, but actually value myself now. I'm the one I learned. I'm the one person on this planet that gives a shit about my feelings and my emotions. And that's okay. But somebody's got to do that job. Might as well be me. I know I can trust myself. But there are non-romantic interpersonal relationships that can make your life meaningful. You mean like with friends? You mean like other guy friends who can come over, watch the game, can come over and play modern warfare? We can go fishing together, do things together. I can count on them when I need them. Yes, I know a lot of those men. I can actually count on them. Lots of people in here, guys. I'm sorry. I never even said hi to everyone. Who else is in here? Owner of a stolen G. Good to see you. Who's in here? Mr. Kush, Shad Rock. Good to see you. Ghost. Cubing Speed, Joshua Harper. Aromas, I think is how you say that. Gary Bentledge. Good to see you, sir. Sacred Wise in the building. Rusty, the man, is in the building, guys. Mr. Kush. Mr. Kush did a great live stream the other night, guys. I think he's got one coming up on Friday also, so make sure to check that out. Who? Oh, John, it's Freedom and her cheating ass ain't here. Yeah, man, I'm not disrespecting myself. Nobody, guys. Nobody says work stream. Hell yeah. Yeah, guys, if you're at work, man, put in the fucking uh, the Bluetooth, the earpiece, the headphones or whatever, man. Let's get this stream going. Discipline equals freedom. Only commit to your goals and convictions. Bullets for teeth likes bacon, guys. What's up, Bullets? Good to see you, man. Lots of good gentlemen coming through today. I'm trying to catch up to y'all in the chat because uh, what does this say? If you eat alone at a restaurant, the waiting staff will have you on suicide watch. That's okay. That's okay, man. They're, you know, they're hardworking individuals working at the restaurant. It's okay. They can keep an eye on me. It'll be fine. Hopefully I won't choke on anything. So that's fine. Let's see. Bullet says women are a dime a dozen, but solitude is priceless, guys. Priceless. <laughs> yeah, Joe Pesci, man, that movie was good. David Scottsdale's in here. Divorce grape sent him into depression. Guys, that's what happens to most men. That's what happens to most men, guys. The divorce rate is now at 70%. 80% of those divorces are filed by women. Women. The abandoners that they are. No offense, ladies. You suck. 
Um, Bullet says, not living with a woman saved me a bunch of money on my car insurance. That's the truth, guys. Many of them can't drive. I'm assuming that's what he meant. I'm joking, ladies. It's a joke. David Scott said, fuck. Sorry, Jerry said, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Killer E. Hinton, guys. KS got it right. Get a dog and die alone, ladies. If you can't be with a man and you don't want a man and you don't like a man and you don't like anything we do, stay away from us. It's okay. Stay away from us. Looks like I'm almost caught up. Todd Packer's in the building today. Todd, good to see you. Hail, brothers. John, could I join you in this live stream? Hell yeah, you can, Pope. You want to get on the old Cameroonie with me here? Give me a second. I'm sorry it took me a second to get there. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, let's do some call-ins today. Give me one second, Pope. I'm going to get caught up on everything else here, and then I'm going to pull you in, guys. Give me one second here, Pope. And Enders D. The thing today is called marriage is immoral. Yes, it is, because many people don't have the same level of love and or respect for one another. And it's honestly shameful, guys. Quite frankly, Rusty or Russell Hall, excuse me, is in here. Charismatic Fiend, good to see you, sir. You only live once. That's why I made the mistake twice, Bullets. And then I was like, fuck this shit, I'm going home. You know what I'm saying? Feral Android, good to see you, sir. Welcome back to the show. There's Bullets for Teats, link. Make sure you go check him out as well, guys. Give him a sub. Definitely appreciate it. Certainly a member of the group that we have here, 904 Pen. Oh, shit. Pinball. Excuse me, boys. Bosca Bob's in here. Good to see you. Finally caught up on the chat. Mr. RP Pope, there's your link, buddy. Go ahead and dial in whenever you want to, brother. So, guys, do you think it's true? Do you think men are happier when they are alone? Do you think that you need the validation for someone? Do you find that you are often um, seeking something that you can't find in yourself? This is when hobbies are so important for men and come in so necessary for men. The ability to find something that you enjoy doing, the ability to seek in yourself, whether it be through the things that excite you. Some men like making money, guys. Do any of you like making money? Look at this shit. Boy, that looks like a fucking lot of fun, doesn't it, guys? I think that looks like a lot of fun. It's just what it is, boys. Everything is different. Every guy is a little different and likes doing different things. You got to find something you enjoy. I'm still waiting for Mr. Pope to join me. I haven't seen him yet, so we'll get back into this article. In the meantime, oh, here's something. Let me get this one pulled up. I've got another little thing here for you guys. Let's see if YouTube is going to allow this or if they're going to shit their britches. Oh, there's Pope. Sorry, boys. Mr. Pope. Hello. Can, can you guys hear me? Crystal clear, sir. Awesome. Cool. All right. Let me turn up the volume a little bit on my end. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? I hear a little echo. Have you got YouTube uh, muted in the background? Yeah, let me do that. Hold on. You got it. Uh. Yo. Okay, there we go. Yeah, you sound great, man. How's your day going? Uh, so far, so good, man. No complaints at all. Uh, single, free, 
no drama, no headaches, living off grid, uh, debt free. I mean, what what more can I ask for? <laughs> Man, it sounds like you're doing great. What's your primary energy source? Wind power, solar power? Uh, solar right now is what I got, and it's enough power for what I'm doing now. You know, for the electronics and everything. Awesome. And uh, also got a, a gas generator for the winters just to keep things going. So it's, it's oh, yeah. good. Oh, yeah, man. That's fantastic, brother. I just realized, I think, last night that you actually had some videos, too. And I was like, oh, shit, let me go over here. I didn't even realize I wasn't subscribed. So many people, uh, we put so many links in my chat room here. And I try to subscribe to everybody. But sometimes, like, if I'm in the middle of a stream, I don't get to come on and do it. So I apologize. But now that I know you're making content, man, we, we got to hook this up. You got to have me on your show sometime. Yes, yes. Actually, uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Because uh, the last video you posted, let me see what it is. Um, where is it? I think it's when you posted, like, 13 minutes ago okay and and it was about that girl saying oh women are bad for real men or are women are for real mad and uh you said something like oh what, what are these patriarchy meetings that were uh missing you know i'm not getting invited to them mm. and, and i thought hey you know what why don't we start that ourselves <laughs> oh they complain about this patriarchy. Why don't we reinstate the patriarchy and we can be the guys to do it? I always yeah. hate being a foregone conclusion, though. You know what I mean? It, it Just the, the idea of hearing the way they talk about it, man, and knowing that, like, we can't even talk. And we have to talk so carefully when we do talk here on YouTube because lately, um, you know, they got Sneeko and they got uh, Mr. Tate and they're canceling a bunch of other people. Um, it's even to the point where Russell Brand, who is a left-leaning individual, he got a lifetime warning, which means if he gets one more of those on YouTube, his channel will be deleted. And it's it's strange that we're at a point where now they're even canceling their own people. Yeah, I I agree. You know that is uh, something I've been paying attention to. Um, I want to get into that more in detail. Uh, Possibly we can keep this in mind for a later time Sure. when I actually do a live stream, you know, something that we can talk about. Love to. Um, because so I'm going to just share a little bit about me. Please. And, and this is what actually drew me to your channel. So when you first started posting and um, uh, CGA on CGA's channel and stuff and I started following you. And I realized this guy is very similar to myself. So I'm an empath as well. Mm. Um, but I'm also not a pushover and a very determined uh, in individual. And unfortunately, though, being born somewhat red pill, like, like I young, you know, as a young kid, you know, of course, playing with the females and stuff, I had my. I guess blue pill ideas, but I was never truly blue pill. Uh, that though ran into problems for me because I almost thought everyone else was like that. I didn't realize there was like two literally opposing ideas of what was going on. And in school too, you know, you're told like, oh, boys and girls are the same, this and that. 
And the reality is I'm seeing the reality. I'm like, no, we're, we're not the same. <laughs> you know, we're, we're two different people. And uh, um, it kind of ran into problems later on. But gosh, I hate to say this. I had a Jezebel as a, uh, a birthing person, so to say. Ah, yes. <laughs> and, and that caused a lot of problems for me later on. But I overcame it. Can I ask you about that real quick? Not to, sure. I hate to, to interrupt you, but so um, your your birthing person, um, did you recognize that as a young man? And before you answer, I preface that with this: I I can't get into it for for reasons that are legal, but I'm curious if uh, young sons notice when perhaps a birthing person has these issues. Yes. Yes. Um, I guess I'm going to be very careful too. You know, it's like, no, go ahead. You can um, say whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I did notice that and there were even times where I don't know what they were state or feds or something had to get involved because my blue or I mean my red pill understanding is what irritated her. So, you know, for instance, you can be living in reality, not thinking about anything and just enjoying the experience. And then someone who wishes to deceive you can be saying all this nonsense in your face. And they're looking at you like they think you're going to soak that in and believe that. And I never did that. You know, there were a few things here and there where I was able to kind of compromise and and work through. But that led me to realize, like, wow, women don't really love men. They, it's almost as if they can't. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of what the feminism is today, where it got so bad, where they realized the patriarchy, what their idea of it is actually what they want. They, they are always opposite of everything. And they realize how good they had it. And now that they have to go to work, get taxed, all this stuff, they're like, oh, this isn't as fun. You know, we thought our men were just lazy going to work, doing nothing, have a grand, a grand old time. And it's like, no, when men are working, we're working. There's a time to work and a time to play. Uh, to get back to that, that is exactly, I mean, yes, I, I did. I did notice that early on. I don't think that women are capable of loving men. Um, I think this is apparent when we look at, and I'll use this, I'll use this as a reference. Shout out to Aaron Clary, because this is one of his reference points. But do you remember yeah. the show Charlie Brown when what was the lesbian girl's name um, that always held the football and moved it at the last second away from uh, Charlie Brown? I uh, yes. That uh, one. You know the one I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I know who you're talking about. So every time he would trust this girl to hold the football and he was going to kick it and she was going to be part of the team, but she didn't want to be part of the team. She just wanted to pretend to uh -huh. deceive him into thinking that. And every time he would miss and fall and she would laugh at his failure that she caused. Lucy, thank you, Spartacus. That bitch's name was Lucy. Yeah. It, she, it's, that was a long time ago, but that was what women and little girls thought about that. They saw that and they were like, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, that's right. Um, it was like, it was entertaining 
to cause a man's quote unquote fall down or downfall and think right. that that is then amusing for some reason. Dude, and, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think that this is what so many women today do is they find a man that they quote unquote love, and then they treat him in this manner. They, they do these things to him that will either cause him pain or embarrassment and then giggle at what they've done to him. You, you literally just explained so much of my life in that. And, and that's what bothered me is I was also able to pay attention to how people learn, obviously, from these Disney cartoons and, and all this crap. But they never grow out of that into full functioning adults. So you can have a woman be 60 years old and she's still playing these games with anyone who she deems, you know, worthy of destroying. Uh, I was caused a lot of, uh, not like breaking my arm pain, but like physical and spiritual pain. And, and it, it, it wasn't until recently where I, I made it pretty damn clear, like grow the, grow the F up, <laughs> you know, and, and to have to say that to a mother is not necessarily <laughs> anything a man wants to do or in my true, honest, humble opinion should have to do, you know, there, there's two paths that women and men can go down. A woman can choose to go down the good path, the righteous path, or go down the evil, you know, torture, negative path. And it's the same for us guys, too. Don't get me wrong. There's some piece of crap guys out there. But I I also kind of figured out that uh, the narcissism became so rampant because that's essentially how it is, you know, with Lucy. Uh, they're, they're out living a pretend life. To play games with people instead of actually achieving and progressing and getting tasks done. You know, like you always hear too, women always say, I, I don't want you to fix my problems. I just want you to listen. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of irritating. That, yeah, that validation. They want you to hear them, but they don't want you to do anything about it. They just want to get it off their chest, so to speak. Yeah, and you you get it. You know, that's not what we're built for. I mean, I I can sit and listen, and then not do anything, but we're not designed to not fix things. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and I, then I think where they take it out of proportion is they're like, well, see, then we're righteous in in uh, just viewing you as a utility. It's like, yep. <laughs> and you know, taking everything the wrong way, and, and of course, it's just moving the football or moving the goalpost. Exactly. I was saying this the same exact thing, brother. Yeah, man, that's what it is. Well, RP, man, I'm going to come on your show sometime. Um, it's hard for me to answer YouTube comments. So go over and hit me on either Locals or Odyssey or Rumble. You don't have to be a paid member for any of those. You can just join my Locals page. It's free, any of that. And you can just post a comment on one of those posts there. Any of you guys, that's probably the best way to get in touch with me other than maybe going to my website using the contact form to get in touch with me because I just okay. can't. The YouTube comments are out of control. And I want to <laughs> answer I want to answer everybody, but I mean, we're at like 28,000 views since like a day ago. So, I just, oh, good. Good for I you. Can't, I can't keep up when I want to. Um, so 
I've got Sacred Y waiting. I'm going to bring him on. Mr. Pope, thank you so much for speaking with me today, sir. Awesome. Good talking with you as well, man. Take care. All right, brother. We'll see you, dude. See ya. All right. Peace. Sacred Y. How's it going, brother? It's fantastic, man. How you doing since last time we spoke? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah. Brother Pope hitting, hitting some good points there. Yeah, man, he definitely is. Absolutely. What do you think, man? Do you think uh, men can be happier alone once they get through the hurt stage and they start their life anew? Oh, absolutely. See, that's kind of like where I am right now. I'm like, I'm super happy alone, but at the same time, like everybody expects me to be the grandson husband and fucking just take care of all the problems and the, the family of horrible uh, you know feminists so your family wants you to save everyone oh well pretty much it's Fa family members I'm guessing right yeah it's it's the the immediate uh, yeah. biological women that I'm related to, you know. That's a hard place for men to be in because what happens a lot of times, man, is you will have a, let's say mother, grandmother, aunt, someone will need their yard cut or something moved or something heavy done at their house and all of the other women band together and they're like, oh, well, Aunt, aunt Susie needs you to go over and cut her grass. And you're like, I'm working a full-time job. I'm trying to live my own life a little bit outside of that 40 to 60 hours a week that I'm working. And I'd love Aunt Susie and I always have, but then they kind of guilt you into it. They're like, well, you can certainly make some time to go do that and then come over and help me move this bookcase when you're done. It, it's hard for men to find themselves in this position where it seems like almost every woman that's involved in your life in some way at some point will attempt to use you for something. Oh yeah. And, um, and that's the thing, like, that my entire family is, like, horrible with, with the, the usury. And I, I'm in, like, one of a, a very, like, kind of tricky situation because I'm getting out of, of the army. And so, like, I'm kind of, like, on the borderline of, like, being homeless mm -hmm. so like and it's it's kind of hard finding work like i just got turned down at a concrete company and like i have an awesome resume but it's it's been kind of hard to find work so and, and then you know you you get calls from from your sister and from the rest of the family who want you to take care of the, the bit, bitchy old grandma, you know, and, and with her, it's just every day, just like a black hole. They just constant nagging and bitching just. And I find they'll do this to you when you're in a position where you are out of work or looking for work or trying to make things happen. That's, 
they make this assumption that wives and girlfriends often make and say, well, you're not doing anything. I mean, you can do this. You're not doing anything. And they'll put that on you. And if you're living under their monetary help, it's very hard to say no to those things. But if you get to a point where like I have a couple of different friends that that kind of rather than do the full time gig, they did several side hustles. And what I mean by that is one of them got a morning job early in the morning and he works part time there and then he works part time in the evening somewhere else. So he's averaging like between the two jobs, he averages out at like eighteen dollars an hour. But, you know, he might get 27 over here one week and 27 at the other job in a week. So he might be pulling 50 to 54 hours in a week at $18 an hour. Well, that adds up. And um, it is work. It is a lot more work. And it's certainly a lot more to do to, to maintain those. And I'm, since neither one of his include insurance, he buys it, you know, for himself. He doesn't have to pay for it for a family or children. But he he ran into this himself with family members constantly needing things. And he would got to the point where he was able to do supporting himself on his own and not needing them for, for monetary help. And he finally just started telling him, look, I'm, I'm working between the two jobs. I'm working like 60 hours a week. And I think he was painting for a guy like under the table also. So, I mean, he was pulling in hours. But he, he had reached that point of freedom where he didn't have to rely on anyone else. So all of his family that was saying, well, hey, you know, uh, I, get, I, I really need your help. And he knew that they would pull away that financial help if he said, no, I can't uh, help you right now or I've got too much to do or, or even I don't feel like it. He knew that that would be a pain point for him. And, you know, Bullet said it right here. It's always family. And Coach Greg talks about this a lot on his show, and I'm just shouting him out because, uh, you know, he brought it up the other day. It's the people that are closest to you that will be the biggest burden on your life. Now, if that's your children, that's your job. I understand that. But like a parent that is a parent, a grandparent, an aunt or an uncle that is putting that heavy burden on a younger person in their life, whether it's their own child or their sister's child, or that's usury and it shouldn't be that way. No parent should ever be reliant on their child to take care of them or do anything for them. Yes, the here and there trip to surgery for mom is, you know, that's understandable, but uh, constantly needing someone to do things for them is usury. Yeah, it's, I, I, I completely agree. And, um, you know, seeing, seeing my grandma as old as she is, she's 76 and how just cold and bitter she is. It's mm. literally like a carbon copy of my biological mother, um, her sis, her sisters, like just the example. And of course, the, these are the only women, the only people in, in, in your life because, you know, their husbands aren't in the picture. So there's no, there's, you know, zero men around outside of a grandfather here, here and there. So 
you 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 know not not even their own daughters wanna you know take take care of them when they when they get old you know when the, yeah. when they have one foot in the grave you know it's always left up to to the son or the grandson yeah and you know, i think to, I, to, I think they know that those men will do it whereas they know those daughters won't do it right my my sister's out you know clubbing right now you know living her best life as a as a single mom hmm. you know chasing the the rich pakistani surgeon guy i mean, I mean it's just it, it it's my my family is disgusting uh, see i'm not i'm not gonna lie guys my my family is really disgusting and i'm so blessed to be a MGTOW monk i really am yeah, man, I think we all are. And I think whereas most of, you know, men like yourself and myself that have seen this and been through it, and a lot of these guys in the chat I know personally, uh, or at least at a more personal level, many of the men in here in the chat are actually in my members area, and we, we speak through the comments there a lot. Ghost, certainly. Uh, Pulse Kebab. I mean, um, these men know this as well. But I think the difficulty there comes into the point where it's like you you have to have a love and understanding for your family, your direct family, for them being family. But you also have to be aware of the ones that will, you know, constantly put you in a position to where you're being used by them. And whereas, like you said, the, the grandmother and the mother and her sisters all resembled each other, I believe is the word you might have used. Um, they all want a son husband or uh, a nephew husband or and really that boils down to where are the men that were in these women's lives you know was was your mother did she stay married to your father was your grandfather married to your grandmother for a long time uh oh no it, it was no my my i was basically uh had to to try to keep keep my my dad around um he was already on his way out hmm. but they they were never married um my grandma she's you know like three times divorced so oh, wow okay did they uh, bad mouth your dad i'm sorry to interrupt oh well of course it's always it's always the men's fault but you know it's like hey you know i'm kind of i'm kind of seeing like you know all these women in my family they they marry you know fucking scumbags for for husbands or or you know alpha chads to for seeds and then uh you know beta bucks to uh to pay and raise for them fuckers Yep. You know that that's just the way it is. Like, but it's 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 a cold, cruel reality that I'm awake to in my family. At, but it's yeah, they that like it's and of course it's me. I was in, to my in my dad's quotes. I was just a a keep a keep a ninja baby. You know. That, that that's all I was to him, like uh, you know. So he, what well, what do young men in this society do when not even their their biological parents want them? You know that that's how how lost we are as a generation. I can answer that, and I can only answer that because both of my parents are dead. Um, 
this is the time when you have to reach deep inside yourself and realize that no one is coming to help you. No one is coming to save you. Certainly not the women that you know, uh, mothers, grandmothers, these types of people. It's going to be up to you. And while that is seems like a daunting task, I promise you have that in you, but it will take a lot of work and effort. But I feel like it's something that once you realize that the women who it sounds like, if I'm reading the situation right, probably raised you most of your life, um, may, may not have been able to really show you that sometimes you have to break away. And I don't mean all together. I mean, you have to say, well, what can I do as a man? If I were a man in your position, and believe me, I'm not far off. Many people think I'm making tons of bank over here. I'm not, I'm, I'm just getting by. If I was a man in your position and I was drug-free and could pass a piss test, I would go and look into something like maybe merchant marine lifestyle, which is uh, going and living on a container ship. Um, you would get to travel the world, which would give you a little bit more I hate to say it, but diversity, a, a better view on the world around you. Um, they feed you on the boat. They pay you very, very well. I know a guy that does this and he went on out for like six weeks and made $17,000 in six weeks. Um, and while he was there, he had a, a place to live. He put all his stuff in storage. He lived on the boat and he worked when he was supposed to work. He took watch when he was supposed to take watch. I would look for something like that that might be a means to get you not just out on your own and not just earning some money, but away from perhaps the people in your life that might be holding you back, whether intentionally or unintentionally, because sometimes they don't even realize they're doing it. They just think everyone owes me. This is common with women. So sometimes they don't see that they're actually a thorn in someone's side or a anchor to a young man who could very well go off and do these other things. Yeah, they're, they're, um, they're, they are, it's like my best friend's dad explained to us when we were very young, if it's got tits or wheels, it's going to cost you nothing but money and heartache, you know, that, that, you know, even if it's your, your, your aunt or your, your grandma, like it, they are. They're just endless money pits that, uh, yeah, they, they, they expect you to take care of them when they choose, you know, failures or, you know, bad choices for, for mates. Uh, they have horrible mate selection choice and, but, but then again, like, we're Atlas. All the burden is put on our our shoulders. So we You're breaking up there. Yeah. You see what Volkeeper says. You still there? 
Yeah, I can. Uh, I can kind of hear you. Check out what Vault Keeper says here. All my childhood through my adult life, I thought it was just me with these issues. The only reason I say that is I don't want you to think that you're alone. You know, we all go through this. We all get to that point of we find ourselves in this situation where it is, um, it's not ideal, so to speak, for us men a lot of the times. Yeah, that's why, you know, when what most people ask me what what generation I I come from, I always I always say generation Y because we're we're like the lost generation. We we like they're trying to completely erase all traces of masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, they have they have us young the young boys wearing freaking dresses now, so. Like it's it's over. The the ride is over. So it's definitely I'll say this, it's going to correct itself, but it will probably not be from us men in the manosphere talking about it. It's likely going to be from a crash of the system. Because when things go very south, that's when everyone is all of a sudden going to really want real men again. Strong men are they're gonna want them back when shit gets uh, hairy out here. Absolutely. That's, you know, I feel that's how I feel. Like a lot of my instincts from, from the army tell me that it's just going to get worse. Um, You know, I don't, I don't really feel like I was born for, for this generation. You know, I, I think I belong back in maybe the dark ages when times are a little bit tougher when you had to hunt your food, you know, I, I kind of feel like we, we men need that chat, like daily challenge, you know, it sounds to me like you have some challenges coming up, man. And I think it's time to grab that steel and start sharpening it for you. I know it is for me, but I mean, for you, it sounds like every man goes through this. And you're, it sounds like you're at that point in your life where you have to make the decision that you want to maybe distance yourself from some of the bullshit and maybe you want to strengthen yourself. And the challenges are out there, but I, I definitely think it's going to be time that you decide, hey, I want to get up and I want to do this. And we might not be able to change any of these nutsos out here, but we can change our own um, existence and try to uh, ignore some of the bullshit, so to speak. But Sacred Why, man, I've got uh, another gentleman I want to bring on here, my brother, but I'm going to do more of these calling shows here. Uh, I'm going to try to do a couple of them a week, and I would love to talk to you in a couple of days and see how you're doing. All right. Thank you, brother. Man, you know it, bud. Take care of yourself. All right. See you. All right. Peace. Mr. Trueblood. Hello, sir. Hello, John. How's Man, it going? How are you? Great. Buddy. Oh, how you I'm doing, doing great. I'm what do you great. got going on today? Well, uh, I dropped a load last night at about two o'clock in the morning. I dropped one I myself. Up another... <laughs> 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 I bet your mind is bigger. Probably so. <laughs> so go uh, ahead, but anyways, I, got, I pick it up another load uh, tonight at about nine. So I've got the day free for once. That's awesome, man. So you you uh, truck driving? Yep. Do you like it? 
you know, it's not bad. I've, I've just started this. Um, I've got a you know degree in mechanical engineering, but mm-hmm. uh, I didn't feel like going back to the office. Yeah. When See, I started running low on, on cash, building my homestead. So I figured, what the hell? So did you? And I made $1,900 last week with 19? no experience. So did you go get a CDL? How does that work? Because I, I don't know enough about it. Uh, I got I, I went uh, to a company that uh, pays you to get your CDL with them, and then you have to work for them for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though they pay lower rates that first year, you get your CDL for free. Yeah, but free uh, CDL and nineteen hundred for one week is that doesn't sound terrible. No, it's not. It's not. Did and on top of that, you get to live in, in your truck. You yeah. don't have deal with anybody except for filling out some daily little forms you've got to fill out so people can track where your freight's going. See, man, I would love that. The idea of getting to travel a little bit and just you know, having a little bit of a uh, space. I mean, I guess you still have the homestead with your stuff and, and just went on the road for a while. Yep. That's great, man. How long um, are you out for? Do you know yet? It's still early. I uh, don't have, you know, uh, my kids are grown. I've had two ex-wives that I'm not going to go see. Right. Um, <laughs> so I'm not planning on going home. I'm planning on meeting people and, and uh, visiting different places I haven't seen. Right. Um, like uh, this last week, I got to drive through uh, the, the deserts, the painted deserts of Utah. And it was oh, just wow. absolutely amazing. You know, I'd never ever- seen I'd never seen it before, and it was just you know fantastic to see you know the the nation like that. Wow! So uh, you're I guess from what uh, out east, right? I'm from uh, Kansas. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, do you know? Uh, I like what you were telling the guys about going to uh, being the Merchant Marines and stuff. Go for yeah. it. Yeah, man. This, see, this I keep trying to tell men that a lot of us don't realize that what we hunger for is actually not a woman. It's the excitement and exploration and doing something new that we don't know about. Because that's yeah, very all kinds of different jobs out there that will give you a place to stay mm-hmm. and pay you good money yeah. because the work is tedious. Yeah, but you know, like a bunch of the oil field stuff good fucking money you know yeah or learn how to be a fire jumper work half the year yeah have the other half the year to yourself yeah man that's fantastic i think uh did hammer go back and start driving again i saw yeah, anybody as long as you're not a doper right yeah yeah i don't uh, have to worry about that he probably so. wouldn't accept bullets for teeth because he's too big of an asshole but everybody else will pay <laughs> i thought they'd take any old asshole <laughs> no, no, that those jobs are all in San Francisco. Ah, uh, yeah, that's where they belong, quite frankly. I know they like those over there. Yeah, yeah. man, so uh, that's speaking fantastic. Of, speaking, of those, speaking of the alphabet mafia, um, when a couple of gay guys come, you know, uh, come out, they come out of the closet when they tell everybody that they're gay. Well, what do lesbians do? Where do they come out from? I don't know. They come out of the liquor cabinet. <laughs> Guys, this is Brandon Trueblood. If y'all don't know, somebody dropped Trueblood's uh, link in the chat over here. 
He has oh, the Rusty best. Rusty already got me. Rusty got me. He got you. Good. Best yeah. jokes on the internet, guys. No, Mr. they're not. Truman. They're really shitty jokes. That's what's so good. That's what's so good about them, my man. Well, fuck yeah, dude. So what do you think, man? Is it better being single or were you better when you were uh, in those two marriages? Monk mode all the way. You know, unless you like giving away houses. Oh, no, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good at all. So yeah, I gave man, away two houses. You oh man, both times, huh? Jesus. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, at least I the second to... wife has been able to hold on to her house. That's good. So you mean to tell me it's not the working first... out for the first one? Well, the first one lost her house, which was fully paid for. Oh. She lost it in two years. Two years. Wow. She got it got her. Yeah, she got herself covered in tattoos and was having parties for her and all of her friends. Poof. She so got a second that, mortgage, couldn't make the payments, and gone, well, gone goes the house. I bet that yeah, broke your heart, didn't it? <laughs> I bet it really oh, just, upset it just, I just cried myself to sleep over that every night. <laughs> Shit. I hear you, my man. Hold on one second. So, Brando, you got anything coming up here on YouTube? John, you I am. Be... I'm sorry. Are you going to be streaming any coming up? John, you're you're going all robot on me. Oh man, it looks like the connection may so or maybe may not it's my be connection good. here. It might be, Brandon. You going to go uh, live anytime soon? Are you doing any shows coming up? Uh, I am going to be getting assigned my own truck this coming week, and once I have. Uh, my own truck. I'll start the streaming again. Awesome. But what, in honor of being in Arkansas today, I'm going to be putting out some jokes about Arkansas. That should be easy. That should be so, easy. Well, man, Mr. Trooper, right. thank you so much. I'm having for a really hard time hearing you, John. Yeah, man. That looks all like right, my connection. Thanks here. for having me on. Bye -bye. Thank you, Brando. I'll see you, buddy. Probably mine. Probably mine. Bye bye. <laughs> all right, bud. See ya. Guys, Mr. Trueblood, what an honor, man, to hear from him today. I am so excited for him, guys. This is what we touched on briefly earlier is the hunt. It's the hunt that makes the man keen. It's the desire and need to get out there and do something, do something different, kind of find yourself, find where you are as a man. But before we talk any more about that, let's welcome Mr. Rusty Rivers. Rusty. Hello, hello, hello. What's going welcome on, Welcome to sir? the Gone with John show. How the hell are you, brother? I just got off the tractor. I've been trying to keep up with this, this chat, driving a yeah. damn tractor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. So are you uh, headed out to the boat anytime soon? What's on your agenda uh, no, this is uh, within my range of uh, the first of the month, and uh, I'm riding around collecting rent. Oh, okay. Yeah, got to do that, man. Good for you. Yeah. Guys that don't know Rusty, Rusty is a business owner. He, um, you know, rents out properties, keeps everything working, and I mean, do you find that fulfilling, Rusty? Well, I've been doing it for 25 years, and i uh, uh, I'm kind of looking to retire here shortly. I can't keep up with all this stuff. I got a couple of guys that I keep employed full time and, you know, uh, 
with the way that the market is and being so crazy and just people have gotten really crazy lately. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, that uh, eviction moratorium that we went through for two years cost me a lot of money. And uh, I kind of seen that as kind of a dress rehearsal for what the federal government is going to do into the future mm. about attacking private property. Oh, yeah. You think yeah. that's coming, huh? I do. I think it was a dress rehearsal. You see, as long as you do it against landlords like me, and of course, everybody hates the landlord, that's sure. okay. Yeah. But I do think it was a dress rehearsal. I think that we're on the verge of reversing everything that has to do with our constitution. Mm, I would agree with you, man. It doesn't look good out there right now. I mean, it seems like no. they were attacking small businesses. It seems like they were definitely putting landlords in a pinch because you require that rent to keep your business going. Don't you? I mean, that's, yeah, part that's of my, the... yeah, that, that is my sole income. That's what I pay all the bills with. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. I see that being a, a much larger problem. I mean, we see this right now at Facebook is laying off 12,000 employees. Twitter is talking about people are going to quit left and right because Musk is taking over on Friday. A lot of places have put a hiring freeze in place. Um, and we already knew there had been a lot of layoffs with other companies just throughout the United States right now. Uh, do you think they will go into that um, rent situation again where they they kind of freeze up um, evictions i'm not sure but since they got away with it already i'm sure that it's on the table again yeah uh i think i think by november with the midterm elections that's what everybody needs to pay attention to right because some serious stuff can go down yeah and Right now, a lot of people don't know that we are already in a housing recession, okay? Mm -hmm. we're, we're over 6% national uh, mortgage rates. You know, people are not buying houses like they should be. Right. You know, contractors are withdrawing. Uh, the inventory is shrinking. Now, on my side of the business, the rental business, uh, I'm doing great. You know, because when people ain't buying, they're renting. Yeah. Yeah. That's but great, uh, I think we're going to see a lot of layoffs coming either right before Christmas or right after Christmas. And oh. it's going to be massive. It's going to be worse than 2008. That was a rough one, man. That was yeah. a rough one. I think a lot of people that are unprepared for that are definitely going to have a problem. I'm assuming that you're not going to go Brandon in the elections. <laughs> you know, look, you know, I used to be a hardcore Republican, sure. you know, you know, and then and then when, uh, uh, you know, during the heydays of Rush Limbaugh, you know, I changed that to, well, I'm a hardcore conservative. Okay. But then after Trump got elected, then I saw my own party attacking Trump. And then I realized, oh, my God, we have been fooled. Yeah. These the Democrats and the Republicans are exactly the same. Yeah, man. It's two, just it's just a show. Two sides of the same turd, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I just don't want anyone taking my damn guns away. You know, I got to at very least be able to protect myself when everyone gets hungry. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know what the answer is going to be, man, to be honest with you. There's so much going on right now that's concerning out here. I mean, like you said, they're they're undoing everything constitutional. I think that these social media platforms that stand on their legal podium and say, well, you know, technically it's our platform. So we have the right to say we don't want this on our platform instead of, you know, being the backbone of the society and saying, you know what? We're going to enforce free speech. We're going to encourage free speech rather than falling on this legal loophole and saying, well, technically, I mean, we don't have to. I mean, I feel like that's very petty and somewhat um, disingenuous to the people that have supported them, the people that believe in the Constitution and freedom of speech. And we should all be able to converse openly and have a back and forth. Yeah. Well, freedom of speech in this country these days is just an illusion. Yeah, I, I'm yep. afraid that you're right, but I, I pray that's not the case because it is what, uh, you know, if you can't have a, an open conversation, nothing can really get done. And that's when a dictatorship truly is in place. The twin engines of history are starting to warm up, war and revolution. And one of the two is going to go down we just don't know where the powder keg is going to kick it all off. I would think that um, with the situation with the two countries that won't be named out to the east of us uh, right now, I think that should one of them get the uh, emergency acceptance into NATO like they're trying to, I think that will be a definite factor. Because as you know, any country that is at war with a NATO country um, is automatically at war with all countries of NATO. And I think yep. that that would an be atta- an, yeah. an unfortunate situation. An attack situation. on one is an attack on all. Yeah. And, yeah. If that, and I think that that's scary because if, they, if that happens, that's where when uh, the guy whose name begins with a poo said, hey, uh, P, he said, I don't want these people to be in NATO because that puts them on my border. And it's going to be uh, an unfortunate situation there. And uh, yeah. I don't know where that stops or starts, but what uh, what do you have planned uh, coming up, man? You doing any band practice? Uh, Friday nights or sometimes Saturday nights. Friday nights. You yeah. know, Kush is going to be live streaming Friday night, man. We'll have to yeah. set up another show with you on day and listen to you do another song. I told him that I'll be at band practice, but I will try to get in there, you know, just to, you know, show some support. But Ooh, other than that. All right, awesome. let me get off here, John, so some other brothers can get on. No worries, Rusty. We'll see you, buddy. All right, bye-bye. See you, bud. Guys, the one and only Rusty Rivers. F's in the chat for Rusty, boys. Good guy, good guy. Kush says two-party dictatorship. Oh, man. Ah, it looks like we're going that direction, guys. I certainly hope not. Let me see where I'm uh, catching up with everybody. Let's see where we're at here. Well said, John. I relocated to the other side of the country in a state I've never been. And it's been an adventure. See, guys, this is what we need. This is what men crave. Whether you know it or not, sometimes you just need a change of scenery. A lot of us, when we were in a relationship and blue-pilled, we were like, I just need a new peace leaf. I just need something new. I need to feel adventure. I need to feel something different guys something different man what a bunch of good guys so good to see all any of you other gentlemen if you want to call in you want to get on here's the link i'm going to turn the ac off i'll be right back 
It won't take me but just a second, but while I'm gone, I'll just put this on in the background. Give me a second. Johnny, guys, thanks for coming by today, man. We're only an hour and 17 minutes in here. I got another video for you pulled up. Let me see if I can share this one to the stream without YouTube losing their uh, marbles over it. Give me just a second here. Let me find the right tab. I think it's this one potentially. Nope, it's this one. All right, give me one second, boys. I'm bringing you in on something. Make sure you can see. Let's go full screen on this for you guys. Make sure we got volume. All right, boys. And I got the chat pulled up in case I need it. Here we go, guys. Let's dive into this video. See what you think. Men are happier than women because of money? Is it because of money, guys? New study out today that says women become unhappy as they get older. Well. Well, no shit. Well, the flip side, men get happier as life goes on. Now, the researchers, a couple of economists, by the way, they say it happens when we each turn 48. And of the major factors um, coming down, it's all about... 48. Come on, ladies. Who are you kidding? That shit's like 28 to 38 for y'all. Money. Now, what's that all about? We're going to debate it. Mark Rudolph is a no-nonsense man, and Tracy Burns, our Fox Business reporter, joins me to tell us what's... Fox Business reporter? Yeah, he's a no-nonsense man, and she's a woman, so this ought to be good. Really going on. Tracy, this is true. Come on. I mean, come on. All right, first of all... Don't get me started. I know you've missed me, Mark. First of all, this study was conducted by... That's right, Mark. It's all about me, Mark. I know you've missed me. I'm an aging woman. You listen to my voice. Mostly men. And when men conduct anything, they talk about their finances because men judge themselves by the the size of their wallet. Toys, dare I say. So you put all your toys together in a parking lot and it makes you happy. Yeah, it's pretty freaking cool, guys. Women, uh, you know, they'll talk about this and they'll say, well, you think because of this and you think because of... Yeah, well, I decide what I think is cool. I decide what in my life is awesome. I decide what I want. I decide what's cool, lady. They were to ask other questions in this study about spirituality, about the other aspects of our lives that women would have taken over. I mean, first of all, a woman hits her sexual prime at 35. Things get much better for us. Hey, I'm... Yeah, but nobody wants you at 35 or after or a very small amount of people or men who are still very blue-pilled and you don't respect them. You think that he's the simp. You think that, oh, well, he's the cleanup man. Chad and Tyrone done stretched my guts out. And uh, now I need somebody to come along and you might hit your sexual prime at 35, ladies, but that's irrelevant. That's like saying the bread is actually done after all the guests have gone home for dinner. Well, though, nobody's going to be eating the bread. 35. This is good for me. All right. Uh, Mark, what, I mean, all right. Go nuts because I know you're going to go nuts. 
Well, first of all, you're presuming that that unhappiness in women begins in middle age. Also, just to pause it for a second. Sorry, guys, I got to pause it for fair use sometimes. But did you hear what she said? Go nuts, because I know you're going to go nuts. In other words, just go ahead and make some points. I'm going to belittle your points before you've even had a chance to speak. Before you even get to talk, I'm going to tell everyone that you're nuts and I'm going to discredit you right away. She discredits him. Go ahead, Mark. I know you're going to go nuts, you insane person. I'd say it starts when she's a little girl, when she's thought that happiness derives from shoes, jewelry, boob jobs, oh, and pedestals. Lord. And what's interesting, oh, come on, Alexis. And then you have boys who are taught that they're supposed to make girls happy. I was on the radio two weeks ago in Greensboro, North Carolina, and the host related a story. He overheard his son and daughter talking. So brother goes to sister and says, how come you always have money and I don't? And she says, that's simple. I have a boyfriend and you have a girlfriend. The fact of the matter is, boys are taught where, where that they're supposed to make women America? happy. Listen to this lady. She's already chopped in. Where, where are you? I mean, is that middle America? I mean, well, that's America too, bitch. I mean, that's human beings also. So it's still applicable in this circumstance. But here she comes. Uh, where are you? She's going to try to discredit it. Shame. No, no, he's actually living in the dark ages. This is answer that. Uh, yeah, these two broads had to gang up on this guy and they're both still losing. They don't know it. It's like the chicken when you cut its head off. It runs around and flaps its wings like it's hot shit, not realizing that it's bleeding out. They're both like, yeah, uh, he's in the dark ages. He's basing all this in facts and logic and statistics. And it's all true. But I mean, he's, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because he's nuts. Dark Ages. I'm not living in the Dark Ages. This is reality. And if either of you women has ever dated women, you would know what I'm talking about. But you pretend that you don't know what I'm all talking right, about. All right, all right, Mark, let's so what's get back to in middle He's talking, bitch. Don't interrupt. Age. What's happening, what's happening in middle age here is that women who bring 70% of divorces are divorcing the men that they never wanted to marry to begin with. And it's 80% now. This is a little bit of an older uh, article or video. Excuse me, guys. But it's 80% now. If and so now that's what's making the men happy. That, that's interesting because uh, we, we control the household spending, don't we? Because we, we, we're working more than ever. All right, let's get back to the survey, though, all right? Because basically what they're saying is... We're working more than ever, guys. That's like saying, okay, well, I work 10 hours a week now, so your 70-hour work week doesn't count. Oh, well, we're working more than ever. Congratulations. You're at like 25% of the workforce. You're doing great. Is, is that we are happier in our early adult life and that women are more likely than men to fulfill their aspirations earlier related to material goods and... Well, why are y'all so fucking miserable after 40 years old? I mean, if that's the truth and if what you're saying is true, why are you bitter and hurt and acting a fool while talking to this man and interrupting him? Why are you so, oh, that's not true. Where are you at? The dark ages? I mean, if you're happier at 40, why are there so many angry, upset, crying-ass women on TikTok? Oh, man, I got ghosted again. He just wanted my old dusty-ass piece sleeve, and he just came in, and he wiped the cobwebs off, and then he left. <laughs> it's men. Are women really happier? Come on. And family, that is true, wouldn't you say, Tracy? And, mm -hmm. and, a, and a good thing, it takes men longer to figure out what they want to do in life. Yeah, Tracy. Tracy, you agree with me, don't you, Tracy? You're a woman. You agree with me, don't you, Tracy? Come on, Tracy. Back me well, up. I just think this whole notion of basing your happiness on material goods is part of the problem.
that's part of the women's problem. Men don't need a lot of material goods. We don't need a lot of stuff. We're like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I'll go living in the cabin down by the creek. I'll get my power from the sun. I'll have like two or three appliances. I don't really need much, you know, give me a couple beers. Maybe I'll just chill out over here. I'll be totally fine. It's women that are like, no, we need the big house. The Joneses have a big house. Why can't I have an SUV? I need to get my nails done and my Botox and my, but this lady wants you to believe that it's the materialism and it's, yeah, that's the problem. And it's men that have the problem, not her. She's happy. And, it, and a good thing, it takes men longer to figure out what they want to do in life. Well, I just think this whole notion. Men don't aren't trying to like put all of their worth in what they're trying to do in their life. We decide when we decide and we're okay with it because we made the decision. It's our decision. But women are like, oh, you don't know what you want to do. It's mind your business. Of basing your happiness on material goods is part of the problem. Hence mm. part of the reason that this thing was run by men in the first place. If there were. What? You think this thing is run by men? If that were true, believe me, that shit would be in order right now and working smooth. We wouldn't have all these people who didn't know what a man was and didn't know what a woman was because men would be making sure everybody was on the same page come hell or high water. It's what we're really good at, quite frankly, when you get down to the brass tacks of things. Men can get shit done because we will make sure shit gets done. And everyone who ain't on the program is going to know it women on the panel Crazy. if there were women on the panel they would i mean ask any woman if she would choose her car over her children and we already know what she would choose besides who wants to ask a woman she'd take the kids any day whereas i would question a lot of men out there quite frankly really you can't make this shit up guys i mean you really can't make this up there's a reason that women live longer mark let me tell you it is because because you make men want to die that's why we are stronger yes. and we are happier at the end of the day than most men. And that yes. is factual. And you know it. When when men are married to women who scream like you, they just want to die sooner. When you have women going around. She left you. Let's Tracy. put that on the table if you Tracy. want to play this game. Oh, damn. This Tracy. cunt. This cunt just put his personal business out there. Excuse me, YouTube. I didn't mean cunt. I meant something less offensive. She just put his, his oh, she left you. Who cares what who left? That bitch is gone. Look at the smile on his face. He don't even care, guys. I don't know if you can see my mouse pointer, but this dude is grinning ear to ear. He's like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> All right, let's watch. When you have, any, when you have women going around, Tracy. You're divorced. She left you. She's just going to talk all over him. No respect, no dignity, but she's happy. Remember, she said earlier, guys, she's really happy. She's not sad, angry or bitter at all about these men. And men, she's stronger and, and more positive. That's what she said. Let's see how that's working out for her. Well, and you know it. When when men are married to women who scream like you, they just want to die sooner. Oof. When you have any, when you have women going around. <laughs> Shit, at first it took it a minute to settle in, guys. I don't know if you saw that, but I'm sorry to keep Fozzie, but just watch. It took like two seconds and it didn't hit her at first. But a second later, she's like, well, hold up now. And then just, you got to watch the craziness unfold. It's fantastic. Just want to die sooner. When you have any, when you have women going around, Tracy. I'm not screaming at you. You know what? She left you. Left <laughs> Look at his smile. He's like, I don't care that bitch left. The table if you Tr want to play this game. Tr Tracy, yes. when women go around comparing their engagement ring oh, to shit. show off 
Who got the most carrots? No, I don't know don't where you find these women. Don't tell me that women don't compete. Mark, don't tell me that women don't compete on them. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams. Where do you find these? Where are you meeting these women? What what women do that? Oh, do not possession. care about that kind of stuff. Mark, All right, Mark, get out more. Women compete on houses, divorce settlements, <laughs> carrots, country clubs. Women compete on money all the time. Oh, Give me a break. Wait a second. Women in your life. Oh, shit. Listen to both of them. Wait a minute. Hold on. What are you do? Hold on. Wait a minute now. Hold on. This is not. JR, what's up, brother? Yeah, wait a minute now, Mark. Hold on. We're the happy ones. Not you, Mark. She left you. She, Mark. He's smiling and giggling. He knows, man. He cut her so deep with that comment about her screaming. And, oh, man. Mm. I bet she's still angry about that. Buddy. Well, Mark, wait a second. Uh, the, the stature of a yes. lot of men is measured in the car they drive. What's wrong with that, bitch? What's the problem? We decide. We decide what we want, what's important to us. Why do you have a problem with it? Why is it your business? Why are you making it your business? And why are you so happy right now? You both seem so at peace and happy. The golf country club they belong to. So? And very much the place they live in. You have to admit that. Shit. Go ahead, Mark. And, and whether or not their wives are staying at home and not working. That's exactly what I said <laughs> at the beginning. That's because men are taught that... <laughs> Mark, Mark, you got some huge balls, dude. I love it. The way those men are taught that they have to make women happy. Mm. The fact of the matter is you can't make anybody happy. Oh, Mark's in here dropping that red pill knowledge, guys, on Fox. Y'all see that? Guys, y'all see that? They, they're putting a wheelbarrow behind Mark right now so he can wheel his huge fucking nuts out of the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, newsroom, guys. Go ahead, Mark. Kick that red pill shit. You have to make yourself happy. Ooh. Happiness is a byproduct of achievement. So oh. for women to say that they're unhappy, it's their own fault. Because they ain't achieved shit. Used a man, ran out of his money, it dried up, and then she's like, we're really happy, girls. Aren't we happy? Um, no, I'm happy. I don't need a man. Why are these men so happy? Why are they all happy? I don't get it. Everybody who says he's unhappy is oh his own goodness, fault. Mark, Everybody I'm has to make himself or herself happy. <laughs> Mark, I'm unhappy just listening to you because you look happy. You're smiling and stuff, and you said all that mean stuff about me earlier on national TV, and now everyone's laughing at me, Mark. I'm happy. I promise them. I've got cats, and I, I like a good cheap box of wine. I can get like 12 gallons for $9. So I like cheap wine, and I'm really happy, Mark. Mark, you're ruining this for me. Everybody's such a bloody headed. Yeah, I mean, where are you from? Where are you from? Dear Lord, I would never in a million years teach my girls that they have to. Why are you screaming, lady? Are you? Why are you screaming? You're you're happy, remember? You guys ever tell a woman to calm down? I recommend it. It's not going to work, and they're not going to do it. But it's a lot of fun. Just calm down. Take it down. It's all right. Calm down. It's all right. Everything's fine. Grow up to be reliant on a man, as you can well imagine. I would never teach my son well, that's that he should wonderful. be attracted. But Tracy, you're the same whoop, one. Whoop. You're the same one who bragged that she's so strong and so tough and doesn't need a man's money. <laughs> Yet you're taking alimony. Oh shit! <clears throat> Mark, Mark, 
What's up, dude? Mark, uh, Mark, if you're in the chat right now, um, put an F in the chat, Mark. I know you You are clearly in the manosphere. I have three children. Okay, Mark. What's that got to do with alimony, bitch? That's child support. Mark, you know so, Mark, but you don't need a, a man's get, money. Right, well, that's it. That's it. Ooh, Mark, get him. Oh, damn. I could have listened to that shit for like 20 more minutes. <sighs> yeah, guys, they don't need a man's money. And they're really happy. And they just, y'all just need to understand that they're happy. And they don't need this from any of you guys. Because, I mean, their their sexual peak is when they're 35. I mean, nobody wants to stick it in them at that point. Sorry, YouTube. Sorry. But that's when they're they're like happy, guys. And they're fine. And then you men come along acting like Mark here saying, well, you know, I like what I like. And it's a fine. And men are typically happy if there's not a woman griping at him and bitching in his ear. And, oh, she didn't like it. Oh, guys. Poor guys. I tell you what, man. It's all you men's fault, to be honest with you. I see every one of you in this chat. Man, man, man. It's all y'all. Primo Living BC says, female family member who don't deal with one issue, one-on-one, one -on -one, excuse me, but instead wait until there are maximum family around and attack your character in front of everyone. Yeah, yeah. I don't hang out where I need to keep my guard up. Damn, Primo. Guys, Primo's in the house today, man. This is the truth. They will wait until they have people around to attack you. Or they'll go to the court of public opinion, which is social media. Shout out CGA. That's your line. This is, they'll do this. They'll be like, oh, well, um, I'm not going to say nothing. No, everything's fine, honey. Don't worry. No, everything's good. Everything's fine. And then as soon as you're around some people, oh, he beat me. Oh, he's, he's mean and he's controlling. And he tries to, he tells me I can't go out and jog at three in the morning in my panties. He's, he's very protective and he's controlling and it's, it's hurtful when he yells at me and tells me to quit being a thought and quit banging the neighbor. And he got mad at me because I cheated on him. And he shouldn't. He should let me do what I want to do. And I don't want him to do anything that he wants to do because I own him. But he shouldn't do this. He should never do this to me. That's what they do, guys. They get around somebody. And that's when they're like, oh, let me tell you about this motherfucker. Let me tell you about my husband. He ain't no good. He's been supporting me for 13, 14, 15 years, but he lost his job. So now he's not making any money. So he's a piece of shit and he's abusive and he was never a good man. And I never really did love him. And I've been banging Chad and Tyrone for like six, eight months now. He don't know. I've been sleeping around. He don't know. I'm all over the place. Yeah, that's what they do, guys. They don't even, uh, they ain't even about it. Let me see what's going on here. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, Rusty. I will take care of that right away. Let me find it on here, guys. There he is. I would have thought that he already had it, but I guess not. Let's fix it. Hold on, boys. Hold on. Taking care of some back-end business here. Boom. Uh, there you go. Done. Done. Thank you, Mr. Rusty. I appreciate you taking care of that. Blue pill unplugged. Women are strong, independent, don't need no man until divorce court when they turn into weak victims who need all of the assets, excuse me, and continued access to his money. Sheesh. Yeah, guys. 
I'm strong. I'm independent. I don't need a man. I don't need a man to take care of. I would never teach my daughters to need a man or be reliant on a man's money because I don't want them to feel like they have to have a man. I don't want them to feel like they need a man and have to do what a, a man wants in order to. Yeah. But when I divorce my husband, I do need half of his money. I mean, I don't need his money and I don't need him, but I would like to have half of his stuff. If I could just get half of his stuff, I'd be totally happy once I leave her, him, whatever. You get it. Anyways, guys, let's jump back in over here. I've got another one. Let me pull up this article here. I think that's the one I want. We did Esquire. Where are we? <clears throat> there we go. Really quickly, I'll pull this one up and we'll run down it. Guys, we're at an hour and a half so far. Doing good, doing good. Here we go. Let's dive into this one real quick. Are men happier as single men? Why are single men happier than single women? <laughs> My off-the-cuff answer was because women are bitches. Whoops, not me, YouTube. That's this article. It wasn't me that said it repeatedly for days. And this is the truth of it in four words. Women are women bring hassles, burdens, and mostly bad attitudes. No, come on, guys. You're, you're just bitter and hurt, sir. Few bringing anything to the table which offsets their inherent anti-masculine programming, shit test, socialism, and whatnot. Feminism and modern society has pretty much wiped out the value of women beyond three holes to stick your C in. That's a little brutal. Even for me, that's a little harsh. But this has become the truth. They have devalued themselves and put themselves down to nothing really more than a problem. An asset, a uh, liability, excuse me, not an asset, but a liability that will cost you time, energy, effort, money, you know, and be a hassle. And while, yes, it is a warm place that you can fiddle around in, it's not good for you as a man. Single men will find that they are happier, not directly after a breakup. You're going to go through a period of emotional issue, but it is better to go through emotional turmoil when a woman is not around. Remember what we talked about at the beginning of this stream when I referenced to Aaron Clary's uh, Charlie Brown, the Lucy incident. Lucy would hold the ball and pretend to be Charlie's friend, pretend to be a member of the team. I'll hold the ball, you come kick it, Charlie Brown. He would come to kick it with all of his strength and might and force and then go and then that bitch would move the ball out of the way and he would fall on his face and then she would point and laugh at him at the pain that she herself was responsible for causing. She was the catalyst. He put his trust in her. She let him down, figuratively and literally. You see, women nowadays think this is cute. They take pride in this. Oh, girl, look what I did to him. Oh, shit, I got him. Oh, they'll tell you when they leave. Oh, I've been cheating on you anyways, you little dick mofo. They will do this. They think it's cute. They think, oh, I'm hurting him. And they like it. That's the strange part about this, guys. Now, I know there are psychopaths, both men and women, that will do things. Some women will off their husbands. Some men will off their ex-wives or whatever it is. And that's a rare occurrence, even though it is a sad thing and we're not throwing any shade on that. 
it's just the idea of when a man were to do something awful like that, he's not taking enjoyment out of it. He's filled with a sense of anger and, and absolute dumbfounded by the situation. But when women do these things, they enjoy it. Think of Lorena Bobbitt very long time ago. If you don't know who she is, she's a woman who cut off a man's pee-pee and then took it on a drive. I don't I don't understand that part. I think once you've cut it off, you've, you've probably done the damage. But yeah, she took it for a stroll around the neighborhood. I mean, they're very, um, you know, they're, they're very, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, malicious, um, not good, planning, calculating. These are the things they do. They calculate. They're like, I'm going to make a plan of how I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him just right this time, guys. I'm going to set this shit up just right. He's going to fall asleep. I've already got the scissors out. I've got a plastic bag here. I'm going to take that. I'm going to go down to, to Third Street. I'm going to go to the park at Third Street. And then I'm going to just, I'm going to look at his winky in the bag. They're crazy. They're nuts, guys. Being single will make you, yeah, yes, will make you um, a better man. Will make you a happier man. A man with some level of peace in your mind. Guys, how many of you have found yourself struggling to keep a woman happy? Struggling. It's been an uphill battle continuously. And in, in vindictive. Good point, Mr. International. Good to see you, sir. This is problematic, and men continue to get back into the same situations time and time and time again. Well, I'll try again. I'll find a new girl. This one will be a good girl. She says she's not like the other girl. She just blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so I believe her because she slopped my knob. She polished the chrome off of everything, and I think that I know she'll take care of me. I know she's going to really make it worth my while, and she's, you know... Mm -mm. No, she's going to cost you. She's going to hurt you. Look here. Good to see you, Fatal Sir. I can't pronounce it, but thank you for coming by. Uh, good to see you, sir. It's not possible. I tried. Guys, I tried this for 42 years. 42 years. I tried to please women. I tried to make them happy. Miss Bobbitt threw it in a creek. Is that where they found the thing? Oh, shit. Isn't that something, man? She was like, I'm going to take this for a ride. And then she was like, looks like you're getting out here. Guys, they're nuts. Avoid them at all costs. I hope you guys have had as much fun with this live stream as I have. Make sure you drop a super chat, boys. It helps out the channel. Drop a cash app if you want to. Don't forget to check me out over here on Locals here, Odyssey here, and Rumble here. You can follow me on all of those places so that if Susan uh, yeets us off the old YouTube here, we'll still be available. I would appreciate it, guys, if you'll just go and give a quick follow on all of those, a little thumbs up. I haven't uploaded anything to Rumble yet, but I'm working on it. So hopefully I'll have that done very soon for you guys. In the meantime, I'm going to put on some corpse music for you guys. I'm going to put your comments up on the screen like I always do, and then I'll disappear off the stream here and we'll uh, wrap up everything with my trailer. In the meantime, boys, it's been great to see you. Peace. Shattered.
Stop it. Get some help.